everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. Yes, Thursday already. February 11th, 2021, and we have five NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We are presented by Monkey Night Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, they are the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a matching 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. Check them out. The link will be in the description. It'd be easy enough. Um, so here we go. Let's get into it. I'm joined today by the boogeyman, Dre. How are you doing, my friend? What's going on, Stevie? I'm doing pretty good. Hanging in there. Just hopefully going to have a good night tonight. And hopefully can help these people, you know, win some money for tomorrow and get, get a jump start on it. So I had a real rookie move tonight. So um, when played disc golf with the family this afternoon, um, got back, ordered some pizza, got, got the kids all, you know, showered and stuff. And I looked at my phone, it was 701. Uh, so whatever I made on the podcast last night was when I rolled in um, some tournaments. So um, I always make a lineup as we're going on the podcast. And then I usually edit it throughout the day, like everybody else, but Whatever is on it, it's locked in. And I know I had some guys that like played after seven, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let it roll now. I'm uh, just letting it go. <laughs> well, more power to you. I hope it all works out. You know, but you never know because lately it's been a weird, been a lot of weird slates. Honestly, a lot of weird things happening. So I think today, hopefully, we could get get something straightforward where we're good and we can all profit. All right, let's get into this slate. Five games. Um, you know, not a ton of totals out, waiting on some injury news. We got a couple back-to-backs. Um, we start with a team that is on a back-to-back. It's Toronto at Boston. Toronto's on a back-to-back. We'll be waiting to see um, if any injury news comes out of that game while we're recording. It's currently in the third quarter, so um, we'll see if anything, you know, shakes up out of that. And then Marcus Smart remains out for Boston. Let's start here with Toronto. Um, it is a back-to-back for Toronto, but one of the one of the few teams in the NBA it really doesn't matter. Like they play their guys, and like we don't really have to worry about it. Um, what do you like here for the Raptors? Um, the Raptors, I mean, they're they're at a decent price on DK and on Fanduel. They're a little bit priced up, but um, you might be able to get to a little bit of them. But obviously, the same usual suspects as far as uh, Fred VanVleet, um, then also like uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, Siakam, and. Um, now Boucher, who's to me, he's been getting more consistent minutes, and hopefully, you know, his price can stay. Um, you know, it's going. It might. It, did, it rose a little bit um, from yesterday to today, but we'll see. I think he's a good play still. And Norman Powell, if OG and Anobi is out again tomorrow, I would definitely recommend him. Um, he's just playing out of his mind right now. He's just playing on a good stretch. I think it's because he's getting a lot of the minutes, and they have a nice little tight rotation over there in Toronto. Yeah, definitely don't hate that. Um, this is a much different game than the game that like happened on Wednesday. You know, Washington plays at such a fast pace. Um, much different pace here as far as like Boston goes. Um, you know, especially like Boston recently, they've been playing a lot slower with Marcus Smart out. Um, I, I think like trends matter in NBA more than I feel like any other sport. And I feel like this is a trend we definitely need to pay attention to. Um, because they're playing at the slowest pace in the league since Marcus Smart has been out. Um, so I don't want to go too crazy here with Toronto. Just it is a back-to-back. Boston's been playing slow. Boston, you know, they're a team defensively that hasn't been playing great. So, like, that's going for Toronto. 
Um, even Toronto hasn't been playing great too. So sloppy defense, slow pace. Um, we like sloppy decent defense, fast pace. So I think you mentioned it. Like Van Vliet is in play. If OG is out, um, Norman Powell's in play. Busher got into foul trouble on Wednesday. So I don't want to go too crazy on like thinking like, oh, Baines is going to start getting minutes again. Um, so I do think you can go back to the wall on him, but I don't love the price at 6K. Yeah, he's been fantastic, but for $700 more, I'll take the the riding hot Norman Powell, um, who, who, like you said, has been playing fantastic here recently. Uh, let's go to the Boston side of things. Uh, what do we like here with, you know, with the Boston side? Boston side, um, just uh, Kemba a little bit because his price is actually really good on FanDuel. Um, I don't, what is his price on DraftKings? Is it a little bit 65. higher? 65. 65. Might, he might be out of a play over there because because the minutes got scrolled, scaled back. Well, it's at 29 minutes. I expect it to be around that, maybe a little bit less now that you have Jalen Brown back. And those are the two most highest usage guys on the team. So I would gear towards going with Jalen Brown or Tatum as like maybe primary options, if anything. But um, I also love uh, Tyson tournaments. I think Daniel, Daniel Tice is a, is a play that he's going to be needed, especially on a five-game slate. I think he has a chance to stand out and play big. Yeah, they'll need him here in this game too. Um, you know, Toronto's going to play big guys, so – I think the the Tice call is super interesting. Um, if you want to get freaky in a in a GPP, maybe you take a shot on Tristan Thompson, um, just to be different. But overall, I don't love Boston here. You know, Tatum can have big games. He's eighty nine hundred. Uh, just I don't see him going for sixty here. We have some spots in the slate, like we have Curry on the slate. You know, we have Damian Lillard on the slate uh, up against Philly. We got Embiid. Like there's enough guys on the slate where it's like, all right, maybe I don't have to play one of the, like this game. Miami at Houston, no total in this game. Uh, Bradley, Dragic, um, Leonard are out. Harkless is questionable. And then Exum and Wood remain out for Houston. Uh, let's start here with Miami. Jimmy Butler is playing insane basketball right now his usage is incredible he is a triple double threat every night what are we looking at here with the Miami Heat um it starts with him Jimmy Butler he's like honestly probably one of my favorite plays on the slate he's he's too cheap at 8400 on on DK and 87 on FanDuel to me he's going to be probably one of the core plays I use even though the game's not as fast-paced because you know Houston like you said he's been playing better defense so I would definitely go with Jimmy Butler, a little bit of Bam. Um, actually, probably maybe a lot of Bam because I, don't, I can't see DeMarcus Cousins being ran out there a lot, um, especially with the way he's been running and just by watching the games lately. He's just been running out of he, – he's not the same DeMarcus Cousins as he was before. So I like Bam a little bit in this spot too. And then I think you could take some, you know, GPP shots on Tyler Hero, um, you also take some GPP shots on Kendrick Nunn. He's cheap enough on FanDuel at 5K, possibly. And even you could go with uh, Duncan Robinson a little bit. Yeah, like my main target here is Butler. The guy has just been playing incredible. And then with Christian Wood out, Bam definitely gets an upgrade. Um, you know, Oladipo's been playing great defense, and Houston's been playing great defense since the Oladipo trade. But I want I want some exposure to this game. I, I think Butler and Bam is the the main targets. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't think we can ignore Kendrick Nunn. You know, still getting these minutes. I hate the fact that his price is up, but I like the fact that he should have low ownership here um, in this game. 
And then like your Duncan Robinson call, I think that's super interesting um, because he is getting, you know, that second team usage. Um, they play, they've been playing some different rotations too with Dragic out. Um, what do you like here for Houston? Houston, it, it really just depends on the John Wall news. If John Wall is in, I, I like the point guard matchup um, for John Wall, especially if Kendrick Nunn's going to be out there on the, on the court guarding him. Um, Nunn's not really a, he's a he's an okay defender, but not a great defender. And Miami is known for more of a team defense concept, in my opinion. Besides having like Jimmy Butler and Bam to lock down the people, but I, if not, if, if John Wall's playing, I like him a lot because he just attacks the basket um, along with. Uh, Victor Oladipo, um, those are like the two like key plays for them. I, I can't see myself ever really getting to Tate, even though I know Tate's a you know three and D guy, I, and he he does all the little work. He's like a he's he's like an upgraded version of PJ Tucker in my opinion. Um, but I, I I think he has some talent, but I just can't see myself getting too much of him. Maybe take some shots of him in tournaments. Uh, and Demarcus Cousins. He's in, in the tournament maybe, but it's going to be hard. He, he He's going to have the value. He's going to get some of the usage. But if everyone's back, I can't see myself being on him much. And Eric Gordon, too, um, that's going to depend on – the news is going to depend on um, with John Wall, too. Because if he – if Eric Gordon is going to be, I think, a big part of tomorrow's slate if John Wall's out, in my opinion. Yeah, John Wall probable, but – you know, you never, you never know what's going to happen. Um, as far as like star players with sprained ankles, um, you know, Houston's making a push right now and maybe they handle this with like white gloves and, you know, they don't let him play in this game. And then, you know, you mentioned Eric Gordon, Oladipo, I think DeMarcus Cousins in play regardless. Um, yeah, he was awful the last couple of games, but Boogie's a guy, man, that can just go bonkers. Um, so, like, if you're playing tournaments, I think you have to have some exposure to him just because of, like, what he can do in such little time. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a spot that John Wall, 7,100, is super in play. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins for tournaments. Oladipo is probably too expensive. I don't think he has, like, that 50 50- point ceiling most nights so i'll probably pass on him in this spot uh pacers and pistons 217 and a half total here uh pacers favored by three it is a back-to-back for indiana um hayes okafor are out frank jackson's doubtful let's start with the pacers we obviously know lavert and warren will be out we'll have to see if anything comes out of the game um from wednesday what do you like here for the pacers I really, really well. Sabonis, as always, I think he's he he's a, he's a great play today. Um, I think he's 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 something that stands out to me. And Brogdon too, especially with the matchup against Delon Wright, and and he's still too cheap at seventy five hundred. We know he has fifty point upside on any given night, and that defense can lock in. And I think he has a couple, and, and I think he could do a good job there too. Um, and then also, I I don't mind taking some shots on. on uh, Lamb and also on Miles Turner. Those are the two GPP flyers. I would say that that, that are potentially good in this spot too. Uh, just because of Detroit and Detroit, I know they 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 sometimes do play well and make things competitive, but I just don't see them hanging in the game long unless you know you get a monster game from Blake, which rarely even happens nowadays today. 
Yeah, as far as like the Pacers go, Brogdon's probably my favorite. Sabonis right there. Like if you end up in Sabonis's range, she's always a great play. Um, but outside of that, like it's just hard to trust any of these guys. Uh, the minutes are all over the place. I I played Jeremy Lamb. Like I said, I didn't edit anything. Um, so I don't know how he's doing, but he had like minus one fantasy points a lot the last time I checked. Uh, still minus one for anybody that's curious. Nope. <laughs> Still minus one, and that game is playing really slow, surprisingly. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the Pistons side <laughs> of things, like, what do you like here for the Pistons? Pistons, the only person I, I like, at, if, 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 if anything's a play, is, is Jeremy Grant. Um, maybe a little bit DeLon Wright, too, but Jeremy Grant's the only person I can see myself playing from that, from the Pistons side. Isn't that like a nightly thing, right? Like for the Pistons, that's the only guy we've really been playing all year. Um, sure, you can take I, – I think Wright's usage is going to be up no matter what now with Derrick Rose gone. Um, so if you want to play Wright, I, I don't, I'm not going to argue it. Um, I want to see like what type of role – like I'm going to be really paying attention to like what type of role DSJ, if any, has any kind of role in this game because – both FanDuel and DraftKings are, are slow sometimes to like increase pricing. So if DSJ gets any type of role in this game, we want to jump on it next game. Um, the, like if he slides into like that 25 minute range, like, you know, you're, you're an MME guy, right? Like you will roll 150 yeah. teams. Like, do you give yourself like any percentage of DSJ here? Or like, do you feel like that's just kind of like donating? Honestly, and this late now, you think now talking about it because he's three k and he's mid price. So, so I would probably have maybe like maybe five percent of anything to him, just because in the chance of a blowout, and he's going to play regardless of those minutes. Um, him and I think Josh Jackson will, will end up playing like garbage time minutes. So, those are two options I could see myself um, going to him, and hopefully him having like you know, a little bit of uses with that second or third string unit and guys and possibly pulling off maybe 20, 25 fantasy points. And that's all you would need for that price. Not even. I mean, I don't think it's the craziest idea. I really think he's going to play backup point. You like, you look at the roster in general for Detroit and he should play in front of Lee. Um, Like he should play backup point in front of Ellington. Ellington can, you know, play the two more. I, I think like, I don't think it's crazy to take a shot on DSJ. I, I really don't. Um, man, we saw, we saw the guy just like have so many big games. Um, you know, when he got the opportunity, just wasn't getting any opportunity with quickly there in New York and uh, Elf. So uh, we continue to move along here. We got Orlando at Golden State. No total in this game. Um, man, a lot of injury news here for the Orlando Magic. This is really going to dictate the slate um, as far as like value goes because Aminu's questionable. Cole Anthony's questionable. Michael Carter-Williams is out. Fultz is out. And Aaron Gordon's out. Isaac's out. And then Fournier is questionable. And then on the Golden State side, Chris, Looney, and Wiseman remain out. Um, this is a 10 o'clock game on a five-game slate. And we probably won't have a ton of news here for the Orlando Magic. Um, what do we do here with the Magic heading into this one? Well, now looking at the slate more and more as I dig into it deeper, this is probably going to be more of a backloaded slate just by the, the last couple of games from what I'm looking at. Um, with Orlando, if 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 
Fournier's in and he's playing, I like to target him a lot. But Vooch is also in a monster spot. I feel like he might be one of the best play, if not the best play on the slate. Um, obviously, next to, you know, the man in the next game, Damian Lillard. But I, I think Vooch is phenomenal. Um, do you even get to some Terrence Ross, too, um, off the bench, even though he's hit or miss. But that's a definitely a good GPP play. And you can get a little bit of Cole Anthony also, too, on this side because um, Steph Curry doesn't play much defense, even though the Warriors are playing also at a faster pace, too. So this game overall could be, like, one of the better games to game sack of the night, especially on a five-game slate. Um, I know people are going to probably go to that, but people are also going to be going to go towards the expensive guys in the next game, too. Yeah, just overall, like, when we're looking at this game, it's like it's – Vooch should a uh, high usage center against a team like Golden State. Like, I mean, I respect Draymond and what he does, but this is this is a spot like they're gonna need some size for Vooch. And I don't know if I don't know if Draymond's gonna be that guy or not. So I love the Vooch call. Everything else for the magic really depends on news for me. Like, we're really just gonna be patiently waiting. Like, this could be a game that Frank Mason comes out and plays 35 minutes um, because Cole Anthony can't play or, and like Fournier's out. Like Frank Mason is someone that we have to be looking at here if we get news on Cole Anthony um, and Fournier. So really like the, 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 the magic getting a pace upgrade. Um, Golden State's been playing better defense lately, but overall I think that you know, the value here for the Magic is fantastic if these guys are out. Um, let's go to the Golden State side of things here. You know, Curry is 10-1. He's probably my favorite stud on the slate. Um, you know, the Orlando Magic is a team that when Fultz was healthy, when everybody was healthy, they were playing great defense. If you look at their stats in the second half of what we've had so far this season, they have not been playing good defense. They're 25th in defensive rating um, over the last five games. Like, Curry should have a field day. If Curry doesn't go off, Ubre Wiggins, they probably have good games. Tuscano Hernandez or Anderson um, finally got some shot ups against San Antonio last game. Um, got in, got, he started super slow. I think he got into foul trouble early. Um, what's your thoughts here with the Warriors? Warriors, definitely Curry. Curry probably is my favorite spend up as well. I think, honestly, he's going to be. Um, He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be low on the slate a little bit compared to Lillard because everyone's gonna be targeting him because he's cheaper too. So I like that. I like that option too for sure. Um, and then Draymond Green, he he's he's always in play for me when especially on a matchup like this against. They both were shorthanded technically, really, and also against a team like Orlando, who I know the game should stay close, even though the Warriors have more talent than them. Who's gonna? I don't know who's gonna stop Vooch and everyone else is, needs to go have use of somewhere else to go to for them too. So I would stick with those two and then mainly um, Kelly Oubre also as well. That's another player I, I love tonight. Um, well, tomorrow, I should say. We record the night before. Anybody that's new, um, welcome. You know, this is a first look podcast. We, we are looking through the slate, you know, kind of digging through it, um, you know, as a first look. So let's finish it out here with Philly at Portland, 229 total. Philly favored by five and a half. Um, we're going to put Seth Curry as questionable. Earlier, he was doubtful. 
Injury report came out and it's available. We're going to put him as questionable. Mil- Shake Milton is doubtful. On the Portland side, McCollum, Nurkic, Collins are out. Little is questionable. Let's start with Philly. You know, this could be like the hammer, right? Like Embiid, Lillard, combo, hope for a close game. Um, what are we doing here with the 76ers? 76ers, I, 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 this is probably my second favorite game on the slate. I love love Joel Embiid in this spot. Um, you might have to do double centers tonight on DraftKings because he, he's just in a, in a smash spot too against Cantor. Who else is who else is another good center on the slate? But I really like playing Tobias Harris to a small forward and being he I think he's a sneaky play tomorrow. I don't think many people will be on him um unless his price is significantly cheap on, on DraftKings, which is still at seventy seven hundred. So he's right in that in that mix where people want to pay up and get maybe like a Sabonis or or go Jason Tatum because of the usage. So I think Tobias Harris is a very, very, very sneaky play. And Ben Simmons. I can't I, – he's at the price where you can play him, but he, he doesn't shoot much. He's been shooting a lot more lately. I understand that. He plays defense. I think he's overall might be a better play on FanDuel versus DraftKings because it's still that triple-double upside, though, with him too. It's just tough to get him into lineups a little bit, especially with all the other guards on the slate too. Yeah, I, I honestly – I can't remember the last time I played Ben Simmons. Um and that's just like that's just being honest. Like he can have big games from time to time, but I feel like if you just don't play him over the course of the season, you come out way ahead than playing him over the course of the season. So um I love Embiid in the spot. I like the Tobias Harris call. Seth Curry is super interesting if Shake Milton's gonna be out. Um if both of them are out, you know, we're potentially looking at maybe Danny Green or Corkmaz. Um, you know, you don't feel confident about that at all, but you might have to kind of pivot some stuff around, you know, depending on the Orlando Magic news. Uh, what do you like here for Portland? Portland, I definitely like Damian Lillard tomorrow. He's he's a good play tomorrow for sure. Uh, I think you can still go back to Gary Trent. I think he's still, even though his price is up a little bit, I, I think he's still in play because with everyone else out. Um, and one of my favorite plays, too, also on that, on that this side of the ball, too, I think is Covington. Just for the defensive matchup that he's going to get, um, probably going to bias. I feel like for most of the game, um, that could be a little back and forth, and I could see some turnovers coming from from that end of the um, of the court for him, or him creating some turnovers, as they say. Um, and then also, um, obviously, you got Enos Cantor. Um, maybe you could take some shots on Carmelo in a tournament. It depends on how many minutes he's getting. Um, because his minutes, I think, have been a little bit low lately. If I'm correct, from what I'm looking at. Um, but if he gets a little bit like in the mid twenties, I would say he's a decent shot. Um, and Derek Jones Jr. Um, he came back last game, and then there was no minutes um, limit on him too. So he's another shot that you can take on to a tournament. Yeah, I like the Derek Jones Jr. Um, call. I had him written down. Um, no minute restriction, like you said last time out. His price actually has come down because of like the minute restriction, the in and out. Um, so. Mm-hmm. I think he's super interesting, but I think the main guys here is Lillard. Um, I think Cantor, you know, could potentially have a decent game, but we've already talked about a few centers that I like more than him. I like the Covington call. I, I can't play Mello. Um, his minutes are just like, if you're playing tournaments, you're getting exposure to Mello. I'm a single entry most of the nights type of person. So like, I'm not playing a lot of Mello. Um, 
but yeah, man, I think that's kind of it here. Rodney Hood's definitely a downgrade with um, Derek Jones Jr. back, and um, mm-hmm. that's really it. Let's get into the morning grind game. Um, give me a guy. We're going to use DK. I know you need a second maybe to pull it up here. Um, Got up already, actually. <laughs> there you go. Um, breaking in the rookie. Um, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Um, who's the cheap guy you're looking at here today? I'm going to go with a guy I mentioned earlier and go with Daniel Tice. All right. I like that one. I'm just, I'm going to roll the dice. All right. We don't have a lot of news, um, but if the news falls the right way, and, and like this shoulder injury for Cole Anthony is really a thing. Frank Mason um, should crush at this price. So I'm going to go with him um, over eight K to go under five X. Who's your bust at the top today? My bust, I'm going to say, I mean, it's a bailout to say, but I'm going to go Ben Simmons. No, I like that one. That's definitely one of the guys that I had written down. Um, I'm going to go Jason Tatum, and it's really just product of the game, right? I think this game's going to be slow-paced. I don't think there's going to be a ton of possessions. And we saw with Utah, like he had a good game against Utah, but it was a slower-paced game. And even in 38 minutes, he only put up 34 fantasy points. So I'm going to take Jason Tatum on this one. And I've been really impressed by him this season for sure. Uh, favorite 6X play, who do you got? Favorite six X play. Hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jimmy Butler as a favorite six X play. I usually try to find someone in the mid range of this one, but I'm going Vooch. Um, I, I just if this game stays close, he is having a monster game. So I'm gonna go Vooch with this one. Um, you got to get weird GPP play for the day. Yes, I do. Hmm. Since we were talking about him and you guys must Man, don't take my guy. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. He's going to take DSJ um, for anybody that's no, curious. I'm, I'm actually going to take. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm not, I, I, I was going to go Seth Curry, but I'm actually going to take Get Weird, Frank Mason, third. I like it. You I'm know, a- taking my, my value guy. We're on the same page there. Um, I, I'm going DSJ. The more I think about it, the more I see a road for him playing 20, 25 minutes in this game and nobody's going to play him. I want to get Lillard in there. I want to get Vooch in there. Um, like I just, it, this is an interesting spot. Uh, game selection. Me... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say now I'm definitely going to play 5% of DSJ tomorrow <laughs> just to see how it goes. <laughs> you know, like when people start coming on the podcast, like they, they run hot. So hopefully that like translates to you. Um, oh. What are we looking at here? Game selection, anything standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings? Uh, my favorite game that I think I'm going to target, like I said, was just going to be probably the Golden State game. Um, Just went on the injury news, but I just see – I can see that being a, a nice little game set that's going to go a little bit overlooked because I think people are going to go more towards the Philly and Portland side being the two, um, you know, matchup between Joel Embiid and, and Damian Lillard. And also Philly just lost to them 
a couple of day, days ago um, without Damian Lillard. So I think we're going to go look at that and think about that narrative with it too. Um, well, game selection is more, is there any tournaments oh. contest selection? I get like, Hey, I love the oh. fact that you just like, um, <laughs> said all that stuff. Oh, wow. Like that was great. Like that was fantastic. Um, that was, what a, are we looking at here? Sure contest selection. <laughs> that, that that, listen, sure you gave great advice. What are you mad about? Like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, game selection. I'm going to go DraftKings to, today. Um, I know I'm more of a – I've been playing a little bit more high dollar stakes lately, but I like the 254 entry max um, that pays – that has the payoff structure of paying, you know, 15K to first, 7,500 7, to second, and so on, paying all the way up to 94th place. I think that's a good selection to get in, and it's four max entry. So you're almost at evil level playing field with pretty much all the pros. If you want really want to play and have a better chance of competing with some of the um, people who – enter and play more that's a good concept i think to get into no it's awesome um obviously i like the ten dollar single entry series tournament on fanduel but i wanted to tell you guys something else about fanduel today um maybe you haven't checked out fanduel hey listen a lot of people start on DraftKings and they don't ever check out fanduel they have these expert players um exempt tournaments no experienced players allowed in these tournaments this is a great way to try out fanduel if you haven't um, they have a, I think it's $3, $3, 50 entry max tournament over there on today's slate, um, pays 30% of the field, great payout structure for building a bankroll and getting familiar with the site. Um, if you haven't checked that out, highly suggest checking these tournaments out, taking advantage of it, getting used to the scoring. Obviously if you've been playing on DraftKings, you really understand what you're doing already, but, uh, check those out if you haven't already. Um, we don't have a lot of lines. Is there anything against the spread or over under that's standing out to you from what we do have? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the over in that golden state Orlando game. Yeah. I like the, that one as well. Um, I don't know what the line is going to be in that Toronto Boston game, but I really like the under in that game if it plays out. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking at at first look here, you know, waiting to see what that line looks like. Uh, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, just hopefully, you know, everyone has a good night um, tonight and also tomorrow. Um, if you need any advice, you can um, inbox me on Twitter. I'll be glad to answer your questions. I'll have some time tomorrow and, Hopefully I won't make a rookie mistake again. <laughs> nah, listen, it's fine, man. I think you gave out um, some fantastic info. Um, that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. There are two NASCAR races today. If you're playing that, make sure you guys are checking out the NASCAR premium package here at Roto Grinders. Um, you know, appreciate all that. So excited. Um, this should be a really interesting five game slate and we're going to be paying attention to the news. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. Good luck in your contest. And we'll see you guys again on Friday.